couple game exchanges down where I'm working at in Dallas, so I'll go check them out. Yeah. So this is my hat. It's not. It was given to me. This is not a hat I bought. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. That's so, such a sky hat. Like probably not. <laughs> I don't think I need to wear this. Um, you gotta have a solid color when it can't have a pattern. Yeah, it's very. Uh, I mean, it's cool because it was given to me by. Uh, by um, I gotta capture this. No. <laughs> I'm not doing it now. I'm done. Oh, all right. <laughs> Welcome to the Static Zone Podcast, where we discuss everything you watched back when TVs had a static snow cover channel before you popped in your VHS or switched over to channel three. I gotta squeeze on out of frame to get myself ready for this debut of my costume for this episode, because... Okay. Set my hat down there and keep talking to fill the... Uh, right. fill the you're doing great. The void of the you're, air. This you're, is great for You're audio. doing fantastic. Corey, you're doing real good. yourself for a shot. I'm ready. Because I it. am the Rocketeer. <laughs> Make sure that's on I don't right. Know. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why I do a podcast with you. <laughs> I'm the Rocketeer. You look like Doctor like Robotnik from the Sonic movie. No, I think you're mistaken because it's 1938, and he does his own stunts. Uh, well, I'm the Rocketeer, Scotty Moe, and also he does his own stunts. It's Corey, aka Tornado Jones. Uh, I can't think of any uh, funny lines because that that was an amazing intro. <laughs> I was not That's expecting me. that. <laughs> I'm gonna keep the. Do you want to tell the listeners what they're missing? Uh, for listeners, Scotty's got some uh, rose red uh, tinted goggles on, and an Optimus Prime Halloween mask that he only has up on his head, so it makes it look like he has fins. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so... <laughs> Aerodynamics, so that when I turn my head, that means I can completely direct myself while wearing this insane rocket pack and it'll be no problem whatsoever whoops there goes one ear bud that's, right, that's right you got it we're that. watching the rocketeer <laughs> you got it the rocketeer ladies and gentlemen i've switched over to my uh fedora given to me by a student of mine he said it was his monday hat and he christened it to me it's a straw fedora because we're in the 30s baby no no that's not these straw are psychonauts fedora me. these are psychonauts goggles by the way Oh, is that what they are? Steampunk. I, I, all I can see is your computer screens in your eyes. So <laughs> nice. nice. There it is. Uh, these hurt a lot. So then take them off. <laughs> Let me Just see if I can get them on the hat. Maybe the joke's gone. Oh, the joke is. Or, I'm sorry, the joke is over. Everlasting. There you go. This might actually. These might look pretty cool on this hat, actually. Um. So read us the back of this uh, movie. Them. Okay, I, I didn't know where you were going with this. So. Oh, wow. Actually, right. these really fit this. Oh, <laughs> my God. Scotty's an anime character. <laughs> you look like you should be in One Piece. Ah, <laughs> uh, someday they'll get it. Uh, okay. They anyway, uh, I have... Uh, so, the one I am reading, I think... Uh, which DVD... What year did this come out? Anyway, uh, the movie didn't have... The movie didn't have many releases, so I think this might be the only DVD version, and then there's like uh -oh. a Blu-ray version. So might be in the vault, mm, maybe. I'll okay, uh, the reasoning. discovery, the discovery of a top secret jetpack hurls test pilot Cliff Secord, Secord into Secord. a daring adventure of mystery, suspense, and intrigue. Cliff encounters an assortment of ruthless villains led by the led by a hollow, Hollywood screen star who's a secret na Nazi spy, Timothy Dalton. Why would you? It's such a huh. good stinger. Why yeah. would you spoil it on the back? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, with the help of his actress girlfriend, who they do not say is Jennifer Connelly, uh, the young pilot battles enormous odds to defeat his foes who are anxious to use the device in an evil plan to rule the world. 
The dangerous mission transforms the ordinary young man into an extra extraordinary hero. High flying entertainment by CBS TV New York, and then two big thumbs up by Siskel and Ebert. Oh Ebert. wow, that didn't do it any uh, any do it any favors. The, it did, it this, did get a twentieth uh, anniversary Blu-ray release. Oh, that's right. I th- yeah. So, uh, so I thought that's the one I had bought, but I also found out, I think it's in Red Letter Media's review episode. Uh, the only special features on the back of that are chapter select and trailer. Like they didn't nice. add anything like nice, extra, nice, like nice. interviews or commentaries or anything to it. So, yeah, that's uh, good, I know. Uh, you want me to run through the cast and crew or do you oh, want to? Yeah, we can. Well, you can watch it on YouTube. It is rentable on there and it's also on True. Disney Plus there. And before if this anybody is a Disney movie. Yeah. If anybody calls us out for it, there is a animated Rocketeer cartoon, uh, and this is based off a comic, um, but we're only talking yes. about the movie. Uh, so. If I had more time, I would have actually tried to read the comics and all that stuff to check them out. So, yeah. Hit it. Uh, all right. So we're going to go through the cast and crew. Uh, main uh, main bill is Billy Campbell, who plays Cliff uh, from Bram Stoker's Dracula, a movie called Enough and Cardinal, which is a TV series. We have Jennifer Connelly, who plays Jenny. So that was she, she was she was born for the role, apparently, just because of her name. alone. Yeah. So, uh, she's from Labyrinth, Career Opportunities, A Requiem for a Dream, A Beautiful Mind and Top Gun Maverick. I did go see Top Gun Maverick in theaters and I was like. That's eh, fine. Jennifer Connelly's in it, so <laughs> I've seen career opportunities solely because it was like a I need something to fall asleep to on Netflix. And if if anyone knows that movie, you either definitely know it or you don't because it's another um, oh shit. Who did Breakfast Club? What's his name? John, John Hughes. Yeah, it's a John Hughes film. Instead of uh, detention, um, a kid who just started at Target gets locked in a Target at night, and Jennifer Connelly happened to be shopping, and for some reason she's still there, and they spend the night in Target. That's I thought it. it was Walmart. No, it's Target. It's very Target. Oh, is it Target? Oh. Yeah. I might watch that. I don't know. I just like Jennifer Connelly. So it's, it's <laughs> I might, a movie to, it, it, I mean, it's 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 like a fifth of the Breakfast Club cast, so it's about a fifth of the quality of the movie. It's not bad, but it's just like Ooh. you're trying to do <laughs> the same thing again, but in a supermarket or in a department. Because store. Hollywood is original, Scotty. Don't you know? No, but John Hughes was shitting out screenplays like every other week. You'd think you'd have something else, but... Anyway, speaking of declining Hollywood, I was going to state that this is a superhero movie, but not in the vein of what superhero movies are nowadays. Not at all. It's almost the length of one, though. It is like I I was like, oh, I'm going to sit down. This is only like an hour and 20 minutes, an hour and 48 minutes long. Like it is a long movie. So anyway, back back to the cast and crew. Uh, We have Alan Arkin, who plays PV. He's from Edward Scissorhands, Little Miss Sunshine and Spencer Confidential. Timothy Dalton Confidential I threw in there because it's a super recent movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg. And I was like wondering, I just happened to watch it a couple weeks ago. I'm like, where have I just seen this guy? Oh, yeah. A movie that came out in 2022 that no one's probably seen. (laughs) I know. Uh, I'm going to get through it because I have a lot of opinions. That's the only stipulations I had just because I knew we wouldn't come back to him. Uh, we have Timothy Dalton, who plays Neville Sinclair, uh, most notably known for Living Daylights, License to Kill, and Hot Fuzz, which I saw Hot Fuzz before I saw this. So I was like, oh, it's that guy. He's perfect mm-hmm. to play the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, we have Paul Sorvino, who plays Eddie Valentine from Goodfellas, Repo the Genetic Opera, and Nixon. We have Terry O'Quinn, who plays Howard Hughes. Uh, he plays Lo- He plays Locke in Lost, the TV yes. series. And uh, he's also from Young Guns and The Stepfather. We have Eddie Lauter, who plays Fitch. Uh, uh, he's been in a lot. Sure. Sorry. He's been in a bunch of movies. Look him up on IMDb, just like we did. So yeah. <laughs> uh, we have Margot Martindale, who plays Millie, uh, who plays Nick's mom in New Girl. Okay. That was what I recognized her from. <laughs> and I was like, I need to look her up because I can't. I kept getting her confused with the um, high school secretary in Ferris Bueller's Day oh, Off. Oh, okay. A totally different person. It's just another Absolutely. lady with a teased up hairdo, basically. <laughs> but yeah. Yep. And, and also then, everything else in the 90s. And then we have Tiny Ron plays Lothar. I, don't know I just wanted Ron to, he is. doesn't really have any credits. I just wanted to mention him because he is the Dick Tracy villain of this movie. <laughs> I had only known about this movie through Red Letter Media's review episode of it. So when I sat down and watched, they only 
mention Lothar like once in their review, and I was like, huh. okay. And yeah. then when I started watching, I was like, oh, this guy's folded people in half. Like, what's going on? Like, I, people are. This is not. I don't think this is a kids movie. I get the impression that Red Letter Media doesn't care that much about practical effects sometimes, or they like mention it and then wash over it. They talk. They they talk about the effects in this movie. Okay. So <laughs> they talk um, about some of the green screen effects and some okay. of that stuff. So <laughs> yeah. I saw that they had a review of it, and I figured, well, I don't have 40 minutes before we record, but I'm sure Corey's seen it, and he'll give me the TLDR, so I, there you go. I've seen it many times, so re the review playlist is what I play at night sometimes just to fall asleep, so I'm like, mm -hmm. all right, this is perfect. So Interesting, okay. Uh, all right, we're, all, I, we're almost there. Oh, um, go ahead. Oh, uh, no, I guess, yeah, we'll get through the numbers and stuff. I forgot there's a second page there. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I'll, yeah, I didn't get to the director and the writer yet either, so I'm going to get that in there. So uh, director is Joe Johnson, who directed Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, The Page Master, Jumanji, October Sky, Jurassic Park 3, Hidago, Captain America's First Avenger, and it was uh, written by oh, Dave Stevens, who also did the graphic novel. Well, Dave Stevens Danny did Bills. the graphic novel. He didn't do the screenplay. Okay. I just put that on here because that's what it came from. Gotcha. And then Danny Bilson and Paul Damio did the screenplay. So yes, yes, I did yes, not yes. know that the director. There's a lot of movies on that list that I really like. He's so. done a lot. And when he did, when I saw that he did uh, First Avenger, I was like, oh, that makes sense because that's basically this movie. But, yeah, know. this is. I was like, the whole time I was watching this movie, I was like, this is like Captain Le Captain level or Captain America levels. Yeah. And I was like, I could, I get it, I like it, but also like Nazis are the perfect enemy. In yeah. all these, like, you have Captain America, the Rocketeer, Indiana Jones, like, right. they're they're perfect. They're the mm -hmm. perfect bad guy. <laughs> and I love in this movie where there's not even really, like, a debut or a debate after uh, Cliff accuses uh, Sinclair of being a Nazi. They were just like, Nazi, huh? And they just turned right to him. <laughs> yeah, which you have to dispute. You have to... Uh... Uh, dis disband is that the word you have to just uh, leave your disbelief behind because it was 1938 when this movie takes place so you didn't have like super duper fact checking or anything you just no you it was know. hearsay whatever Jimmy yeah. or Jimmy Bob said so yeah right exactly um, so. and we'll wrap it up with the numbers here I guess the budget was 35 million domestic opening only 9 million uh, overall though 46 million dollar um, What's it called when it makes it over the budget? I forget. Profit? Uh, no, the word. Yes, the there word? you go. It was it was profitable, but <laughs> sadly, that little of a profit was probably like a failure in the in the studio's eyes. Yeah, because like if you don't make at least double what you spent, then it wasn't productive, basically. So, but got, I mean, looking at yeah, is that what you were gonna lean into the chart? Yeah, I was gonna yeah I was gonna pull up the chart because it opening weekend because it released June twenty first, nineteen ninety one. It opened at number four, which isn't too bad because mm -hmm. going up against it was number one, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, which is pretty dang good. Uh, yeah, City Slickers, Dying Young, The Rocketeer at number four, uh, Backdraft at number three, Jungle Fever at number six. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Backdraft at number five. I got it backwards. Uh, what about Bob? Oh, God, I remember that movie. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. I remember that movie. Soap Dish and Thelma and Louise. Yeah, but I mean, like further down, you got Home Alone, Silence and the Lambs, Dances with Wolves, the second Ninja Turtles movie. Um, mm -hmm. Is there anything else that's super big? Hudson. Well, Hudson Hawk is a movie, but that is uh, not a big movie, sir. No. <laughs> I know that movie. No. Um, See, so yeah, a, but... a lot of stuff. Not really any. I mean, I guess you could argue Robin Hood's an action flick. That's. Backdraft yeah. is more of a drama than an action flick, but it definitely didn't have a lot of competition competition in its genre, but still didn't matter. But two weeks after, so it did pretty well. I mean, almost 10 million its opening week for, you know, that level of movie is pretty good. But then two weeks later, Terminator 2 came out. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. So, like, nobody was going to see The Rocketeer in two weeks. Like, yeah, it was I feel all like... Terminator 2. Now that you mention that, I feel like we always talk about the 80s as the horror decade we wish we were alive. I think the 90s, I wish I was more aware of the action genre because that's when that was blowing mm -hmm. up, I feel, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, just think about all the ones we've done on this podcast. I mean, Last Action Hero, Action Jackson, uh, 
Those are the first two I could think That's of. That's it. So. <laughs> There's no <laughs> other. <laughs> I uh, forgot our catalog. So. <laughs> uh, uh, country and Western. Um, and yeah, so we'll start to go into this. The I actually, I saw this movie in theaters. I remember I did see it. Ooh, uh, okay. I think it was at a dollar theater or something because I don't. And I don't remember, <laughs> I don't remember like asking to go to it or like, I think it was just a family thing that like, we like, let's get the kids to a theater. So they, it's got a good movie poster. It's enticing with the movie poster. I get very, yeah. uh, if you've ever played Bioshock, old, you'll recognize the font that or the old movie metropolis like that, the oh, way sure. that movie. Yeah. Right. Like it's like art deco kind of like stuff. Like yes. I'm cool with that. Makes me want to read the graphic novel. Yeah, or comic or whatever it is. Um, but the, I can see my, some cool adventures. My first note of this is I like how it opens because it kicks right in with opening the doors to the hangar. Like the oh, credits. the score is amazing. Um, like the that, score oh, is so yeah, good. Yeah, he did. I I forgot. I meant to write him down. If you if you have it up, and you can look at the James Horner also did the score for Star Trek Two: Brainstorm, Kroll. Glory, Sneakers, Field of Dreams, Braveheart, and of course, The Rocketeer. Yeah, basically the 90s. Um, but uh, my, my good. first note, like all my notes are quotes mostly for this. Uh, but my first thing okay. here is just how they start with the little yellow plane that could. Um, and how mm -hmm. the globe of glass for the cockpit, like that is all that's separating him from the world and from it's just death. like fuck that is scary <laughs> from wind yeah probably how it was yeah you it was the see... 30s man like yeah. people were it was fucked up <laughs> when he's about to punch out the glass um i said i watched this twice i watched it once for leisure second for notes and when he punches out the glass you can see the outline of exactly where it's gonna pop out if you look okay um, <laughs> yeah uh but no that That's was yeah good. that I mean, they, they get you right in there. So you think I, I feel like you said at first, is this a is this a um, is this a family film or is this a kid's film? Like it, it has overall the I would almost say like the layer or like the coloring of a family film because it's always bright. It's always like clear. It's not like muggy and foggy and hard to discern. Very orchestrated music and yeah. all that stuff. Uh yeah, I could see that. I, I also think, too, that I just think it's a legit PG movie. Like, you have no mm. nudity in it, right. uh, but you got a little bit of stuff like that a per parent should know about, like folding people in half <laughs> or getting yeah. stabbed with a rapier. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, there was something that I watched recently. I forgot who it was on YouTube, but they go through, like, what happened to PG, and they talk about, like, the rating system and all that stuff. Because, mm. like... PG movies are this is a very you wouldn't you don't see this kind of movie nowadays. What do you mean? Like, I guess because I mean, it is a superhero movie, but like, I guess I'm so wrapped up in the Marvel world mm -hmm. that uh, I don't know. Like, it's just. It's it's weird. It's a very product of the 90s. Like, you can tell it's mm -hmm. 91 with how okay. the movie is. But, like, the action nowadays isn't, like, the action that's in this movie. This is an action movie, but, like, action mm -hmm. is, like, Thanos going against Iron Man and stuff like that. So, I don't know. I just think a action movie of this caliber just isn't made nowadays. It's just always gone over the top. Oh, hmm. Like, do you mean there'd be more gore or something? I feel like this was one frame away from a Nazi's face melting, like uh, Temple of Doom or something. So I'd say this is Maybe. a hard, like, this is a PG-12, if anything, because we see... A PG-12. Because we see people burn alive, you know? It's uh, really bad CG, though, so it's okay. So. <laughs> but they are in a fire. They are going to die. We didn't need to see... I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> Uh, and never mind the scene where it's like, nice to meet you. There are her boobs. Like the camera goes down and oh, stays on an, them for a second. That was that bad. was an actual like person in real life. I think that that actor was portraying. It's just like, nah, hey, honey. And he's just like, doubly glad to meet you. And it zooms in on her boobs. I'm just like, yeah, wow. all right. I like Jennifer Connelly, but I also have class. Like, yeah, he may as well have just said, oh, I love your date. She's got really big hands, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> nice tits on that broad. Like. Uh, boy yeah what's what what's uh what's his name's uh line and in, in accepted when did when did say nice tits fly out the window or something like that <laughs> was that uh 
I forget. I forget uh, what's his the name comedian? entirely. Jesus. It's red, white, red, Black? white, and bruised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lewis Black. Lewis Black's pretty good. Jeez. Uh, yeah. No, that opening scene is great. Like, it's just like a Walt Disney production, and then the bay doors split open, and like mm-hmm. the credits go with it. And I was like, okay, that's. It's pretty good. And from beginning to end, you're like, why did this not have some sort of ride at any Disney park? Like, this is ripe for it, you know? And like, yes! Blow and wind in your face and all that, all kinds of crap. So Nobody cares. I mean, this. to be fair, I, I think this movie would be would benefit from a remake just to see, oh, like... Oh, yeah, 1,000%. You could easily... It's still good on its own, but you could make a pretty solid remake of this movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like or they tread the line animated. too with they didn't get too risky with the CG because it could look way worse if they tried like one more extra step of like like if they didn't have him have a dude going through on cables in the uh in yeah the, in the Coco Cabano or whatever the hell it is uh <laughs> the club because that is a, a guy like uh on on cables um almost out of like control jetpack and stuff yeah so like yeah. I, they could if they had done that cg it would have looked real bad you know but they did practical instead the greens the green screen is pushing it i think that's mm-hmm. as far as you can go without it looking real bad i feel like this looks better than what what was the movie with uh angelina jolie that was entirely filmed in front of a green screen that was all kind of like this kind of pseudo steampunk um uh art deco crap I can't remember the name. It might have flight in the name. I don't know. I don't I know. Can't uh, I'll look it up, it. though. I hope someone's screaming at their phone right now saying, Graham, I'm sorry. I always you. you Angelina uh, Jolie Art Deco movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Graham has reported to me in messages that he has screamed at our podcast before when I've gotten things wrong. So I don't remember <laughs> what the movie's called. Um, everybody will know it was a flop because it didn't look good and you could tell it was filmed in front of a green screen entirely um but you know come out oh geez i don't know uh if you just type in like angelina julian airplanes or jets maybe that might uh help you also but i'll keep talking about this thing with the uh gangsters please do car chase uh i don't know why the gangster shot the plane at all like did he think that he was a member of the fbi Maybe. I mean, he's in the heat of the moment. Like, he's just trying... People are shooting at him. He's trying to get people off his tail. Like, I could see it's understandable. Like, hey, this airplane's getting really fucking close. Mm -hmm. So, I could understand it. What is his name? Lenny? Lenny didn't make it, unfortunately. Maybe, yeah. Um, But I do have a note. uh, uh, Well, a couple notes on that chase scene. It's just like, uh, if you knew it was coming, you could see the glass. He punches out. I mentioned that. I said, "Uh uh-oh, a gas truck for no reason (laughs) that the car crashes into. That becomes a joke. That becomes a joke that it happens happens again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I have an all all caps, punch the feds, fuck (laughs) them. Like you don't well, expect you don't expect Cliff the douchebag. Yeah, but you also don't expect the like authority type douchebag to get what's coming to him right away, but he does. <laughs> yeah, know? you feel like it would have happened a lot later, but and I love that his partner was he's like, You just gotta let him sit uh, sit there and punch me in the face. He's like, You 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 kinda deserved it. Like yeah, he says, <laughs> and then they just... uh, gonna let me hit gonna let him hit my kisser, you're gonna let him waltz. That's I wrote I had to write that one down. Yeah. A lot of good uh, lines in but, this. Uh, and it happens later in the movie again when he just punch he, he specifically punches him again like yeah. <laughs> to just hit him twice. Uh, I also love that the owner of the airfield, what is it, John Polito, uh, he just plays a good scummy like business owner. Uh, I didn't oh, expect yeah. him to get folded in half. But... Right, uh, Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. Oh, that movie's bad. Yeah, it was the Angelina <laughs> Jolie movie. Okay, uh, you found that a lot faster than I did. I, I just up, typed so. in Angelina Jolie green screen and it came up. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I was looking at her IMDb. It's not even... Oh, no, there it is. She yeah, plays Frankie. My, it's my glasses. That's how I found them. Uh, I mean, That's, one of yeah. these goggles. Uh, oh, the, um, the guy that made the rocket pack looks like he's almost Walt Disney or almost Howard Stark from the Marvel world. Well, he's going Hughes, so <laughs> yeah. But I, I'm just saying that's how he's he's almost one or the other, though. Well, I think uh, Howard Stark is like modeled after him, like from oh. the comic books and all that. So okay, I don't know, it makes sure. sense. Uh, Ter- I want to talk about how Terry O'Quinn plays a fantastic Howard Hughes. I love him playing that character. Mm-hmm. Uh, for people that don't know Howard Hughes, uh, I think he's like pretty much like the forefather of flight, right? 
besides I like I don't know. I don't really. Oh, I gotta look it up. Is, I know Leonardo DiCaprio not, played him. History is not my topic. Hold on, and I have That's always fine. hated it. Okay, so here we go. Uh, was an American businessman? Uh, wait a minute. This is Howard Hughes Jr. Hmm. American business magnate, philanthropist. Uh, born in 1905. That's what I found. Maybe not. It looks like him. Junior. I don't know. Had a he was a film producer. Was Hitler, like. Oh, and then as an important figure in the aviation industry. There you go. So there you go. Uh, FBI showed up. They're just apparently Howard Hughes made a fucking rocket pack, and mm-hmm. then the Nazis wanted it. Mm-hmm. I love that Nazi propaganda film. Like I don't know why yeah. the Nazis made that. I don't know who it was for. But it's just like no, I don't know. It was all in German, so it didn't tra- My DVD didn't translate it. But oh, I was just like, yeah. "That's super cool." So I thought, okay, yeah, I got confused with the one that they saw at the movie theater when uh, Cliff and Jenny. No, I'm, yeah, I'm talking about the one Howard Hughes shows him. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where does Cliff pick Jenny up from to go to the movies? Is she in a? boarding house or like a sorority i didn't understand that at all maybe a sorority because she's in like it's a very like sorority like house where everyone's just like oh you know there's like five or six different girls living there yeah all clearly in college with a community phone not in their 30s yeah there's play (laughs) it's got the fucking uh 90210 kids on the fucking set yeah (laughs) i did like uh his comeback when she was like no gentleman after six and he goes i'm no gentleman yeah he's just he's he's not the like best protagonist he's kind of clumsy and like goofy and very flawed he's like the flawed cousin of uh what's his name from streets of fire you know i feel like they'd be working on the same together or something (laughs) yeah i think his name was cody cody's stupid cousin cliff you know i don't know maybe uh or the i don't know he's like a lovable oath though yeah, uh, he also. Looks I love like that he doesn't have superpowers singer. either. No, he doesn't. He just knows how to fly a plane. Sometimes he just looks smart, like the lead smart singer guy. of Jimmy World. Also, <laughs> to me, anyway. Or he could be on Dawson's Creek. Like, yeah, so. I guess basically any white dude with parted hair, but whatever. Basically, like he's he's fine. Uh, Billy Campbell does a good job. Uh, mm-hmm. it's nothing too crazy though. I really feel like uh, uh, Terry O'Quinn kind of steals the show every scene he's in. Uh, same with Timothy Dalton. Like Timothy Dalton's fantastic. He's um, Hallie was just watching uh, some like she's been watching movie reviews on. Uh, she's been watching movie reviews that aren't us on YouTube. So, uh-huh. No, we're not on YouTube. <laughs> and uh, someone was doing a first watch of Hot Fuzz, and okay. I was like, oh man, I forgot how good Timothy Dalton was in this. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's good at being a douche, it seems. Uh, I've not seen him in James Bond, or as James Bond, but James Bond's usually a douche anyway, so I assume he's good. That eh, charismatic well. douchebag. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, I like PV and Cliff's relationship. Mm-hmm. PV's just the smart guy, and like at one point, even like he's just like, oh, it's just basic aviation, Howard. Like whenever they're like discussing things, and he's just like, "Wow, fuck you, Howard Hughes." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's a uh, very much a Emmett Brown, Marty McFly sort of relationship, almost that kind of. Oh thing, yeah, kind of. So yeah, because PB is a much older, older gentleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's. I love he's it. Some shit. I love it when they find the rocket pack, uh, and they're just trying to test it. Uh-huh. Like, they don't know what to do with it, so they go and steal a statue, and they're just like, oh, we're going to put it on a statue and see if we can control it. And then, like, when it flies away with the statue, I was just like, the credits could cut right now. Like, and then that's the movie. Because, <laughs> like, what? there's yeah. no chance in hell it's going to come back around. Yeah. <laughs> it magically, after circling the globe three times, it comes back to them, basically. It's, it's a pretty good comedic shot. Because, like, mm-hmm. you just see that it's at night, and you just see that red light coming in between PV and, mm-hmm. and fucking Cliff. And you're just like, that fucking rocket pack's going to hit him. And then I love the joke right afterwards where they stand the statue up, and they're just like, we should probably make a helmet, too, because the statue's yeah. head is just caved in. Yeah, gone. Right. I mean, I yeah, like that and- the helmet serves a purpose. So uh, yeah, that would is entirely how that would work with a just yeah. a rudder on your head. No. <laughs> Never mind the fact that he's turning his head constantly when he's flying around and not 
going in any direction. So the scene after he waves at the people in the airplane that the fin is explained to him through PV. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. Cause he turned his head at a 90 degree angle and the rudder didn't snap his fucking neck, (laughs) which is what it would have 100% done. Right, right, right. Yeah. 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 The, 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 yeah, we just have to, yeah, you have to suspend your belief or whatever. (laughs) I love when uh, the truck won't work. So, Mm -hmm. Cliff just gets in the bed of the truck and he's like, just steer or put it in neutral. Yeah. And he turns the rocket, which doesn't make sense because he would have to be on top of the hood for it to like propel him properly. Because if he's just standing on the back of it, it's just going to shoot straight up. Like, well, he he was bent over. Is that what you mean? Was he bent over the top? Okay, yeah. that makes a little bit more sense, too. Um, I like the fact, too, that they he touches the outside of it, like right after it first goes off. And he's like, and he pulls his hand back like it's hot. And he goes, wait a minute. He goes, it's still cool. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right, that kind of is like, oh, a rocket pack would burn your ass. Like, yeah, it would still. Uh, and going back to the scene where he's flying over tables and lighting them on fire, but his legs never catch on fire. His legs so, and booty cheeks would be all right. It's perfectly mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, you'd have to be wearing like uh, something with tails, like a flame retardant cape or something, uh, while you have this thing on. But yeah, uh, eh, whatever. It's right. a movie. Um, I did like the scene going back to the villain on, where they introduced him. Scotty. What happened? My voice meter's doing something dumb, and Uh-oh. I can't hear you right now. So, Whoa, uh, give I'm me ten seconds. Talking. So, one, I'm ten seconds, talking. and I'll be able to hear you. Ten, nine, eight, seven. It's the Rocketeer here. I, I think am it's still picking you up, though. This ten, nine, eight, <laughs> so seven. everything you're saying is probably Rocketeer, picking you up. Rocketeer, Rocketeer, Rocketeer. Okay, down, Rocketeer. Back. <laughs> all right. Great. I'm keeping all that in. <laughs> That's fine. I'm me too. I. You think I'm gonna edit something? Uh. Ah. Uh. The most basic editing is done here. We can promise uh, you yep. that. <laughs> so the intro of the villain when he's uh, fencing around his living room, um, it's whatever. It's, you know, exposition. And then but he has the blade on the gangster's chest and on his corsage. And then he flicks his wrist to chop the flower off. But it's like mm-hmm. that's dramatic. But then it's slowly like very slowly his 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 goon like catches the thing. But it's just like. Got it. Not even yeah. like if it had been fast or if it had like hit him in the chest or something crazy, it would have. It was probably take 57 of doing that. Maybe so. just throwing. And that's why we didn't see the it in the same frame, probably also. But, yeah. you know, that just uh, it made me laugh both times watching this to see that. flower. Well, I like uh, I like that the act like. Uh was it Neville Sinclair? I love that mm-hmm. he, everything about him. He's an actor and all this stuff because everything about him is fake. So <laughs> right, very much so. Yeah. Like, I think Mike said that in the review episode, too. So it's just like yeah, everything about him. He's the star of the show and all that. But it's all completely fake. And it's it's really good. I really like it uh, because I, I don't think we said either. Jenny is an actress and she actually is in one of like in a background scene of one of Neville Sinclair's movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also think spinoff. She, yeah, that's what it is. He looks mm-hmm. just like it. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jenny kind of gets stiffed at every point in the movie, like for her mm-hmm. future career as an actress. Like, oh, yeah, she she auditioned for the main like female role, or like I guess in this scene the main female role. Yeah, and it was given to the producer's niece. So you're just like, all right, that's shat, like getting fucked over number one. And then even at the end of the movie, like her, like there should have been something at the end where it was just like, oh, Jenny you got the main part in this upcoming movie and they have to redo all these scenes. And it's just like, Nope, Jenny doesn't matter. It's it's, it's the thirties. Don't worry about it. You're just like, Oh no, Jenny. (laughs) Right. Yeah. She has, I mean, the star of the film is dead. So, or MIA or whatever they chose to go with. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I want that Jenny banned from the lot. That was you. I loved when she turned around and she was just, she had like a tear going. I was like, you that's fake. That mm-hmm. is 100% fake. <laughs> like your eyes aren't even red or anything. No, but no. it's fine. It's Jennifer Connelly. So it's perfectly fine. So just another, just another day in the biz. Um, how yep. about that clown show that didn't really make sense? And the guy like thought like, Malcolm. I better save the day. And we, we timed well, he... it from getting the idea 
to getting in the plane, it's 44 seconds for him to like throw that clown makeup on and find it and whatever. Well, I think he feels bad because he kind of spilled the beans in yeah. front of Jenny and, and then Cliff got in trouble yeah. and all that. But like he is a drunkard airplane pilot from World War One that hasn't been Something. in a plane for like 25 years. <laughs> so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's and doing it, just, it anyway. Um, it doesn't and matter. He yeah, passes sure. out or something. I mean, it really, if Cliff had the not gone up there. The gear shift hits him in the face and it knocks him out. <laughs> yeah, I think if the Rocketeer had not flown up there, he might have been okay. I don't, I, I don't know. I'm I think not he sure. could have coasted in. Maybe. But what we needed this scene because it reminded me of the Spider-Man movies when Tobey Maguire is like first understanding his powers. Oh, like right. that's kind of yeah. like here we and that. And that's kind of what like. Yeah, what you just me holding up my hands like this? No, I was thinking of, a, of, of, of an upcoming quote that I that I wrote down as a result of okay. this when he's flying through uh, after he saves him and just like drops him on a big inflatable whatever right. a bounce house before there were bounce houses, and then he he's losing control of the rocket kind of and like flying through the classic uh, clothesline of you know clothing hanging in a field. Um, oh yeah, I was expecting him to like get wrapped around and go around in a circle. Yeah. And then he goes through some cornfields or something, and these two farmers w- are standing there watching. One of them just goes, <laughs> "Big gopher." That was almost my quote for I you. Knew, I knew, I knew, I knew when I heard that one. I said, "Scotty's gonna remember big gopher." Scotty, <laughs> gopher. Uh, I, I'm starting to understand the insanity that is your brain. That's so. uh, that's yeah, that's my side project. Primus cover band, Big Gopher. Big Gopher. We only play Winona's Big Beaver. Um, anyway, Roseanne's Big Gopher. Yeah, that's what it is. And then after, like, also, there's a lot, a couple of good things that come from that. When the gangsters are looking for Cliff and whatever, and then the whole air show happens incorrectly and all this crap, and then they're like, "We got to go after him," and everybody's going after him because there's no Instagram or anything. They gotta. Right. drive and get some visuals not even pictures you gotta, or yeah, whatever. You stay on top of it but the gangsters are like trying to find them and one of them still eating popcorn and uh valentine like <laughs> bats it out of his hand like he's a child i really liked that yeah, uh, yeah i also i kept i kept good. i misheard it both times i watched this jimmy valent or um is it jimmy valentine eddie. eddie valentine i was like isn't that the roger rabbit guy i'm like oh no that's eddie valiant who play who Bob Hoskin plays Eddie Valiant. Oh, Eddie that's right. Yep. That's yeah. true. That's true. So, uh I also like this scene because this is the first triumphant scene where like he has to do the tr- he has to use his powers or you know, the person like this is it. Show show us what you can do. And there's some boobery like, you know, he's going he he gets his head in the bottom of the plane. He falls off the plane like two or three times. Yeah. And then he comes back up and all that. Uh mm-hmm. and I wanted to jump ahead and again, everyone's going to be like, oh, he's just copying from Red Letter Media. But it's true. In the final scene, he's still kind of boobering his way around. Yeah. Like, and like, you, he should be a little bit more confident, I feel like. Just a little bit. He's no hero. Like, he just happened to run into the one of the wires of the Zeppelin and it messed up the rudder. Like, he, he knows aviation. He could know that if he fucks the rudder up, it'll fuck everything else up. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, he but also they took a second to show him looking at it, but he didn't like ever acknowledge it unless that was somehow part of the plan to I don't maybe know. I don't know. It just felt like he just like fumbled his way up there and he was like, oh, this all right, this will work. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, that was weird. Um, I don't remember see. a Zeppelin ever going across America. I think that was just for this movie, right? What? That happened a bunch <laughs> in real life. Are you kidding? A Nazi Zeppelin? Not just a Nazi came Zeppelin. Through. Okay, that's what I was asking. <laughs> no, Zeppelins went, uh, they were a I big deal. I know Zeppelins existed, and they went around okay. places, but I didn't know if there was a Nazi one that actually went across the United States. No, I don't think they would have. Uh, well, they were. we saw that um, propaganda This was film. before the war, too, I think. This was before we joined the war, 1938 was. This was before World War II, yeah. Um but also a year after the um, Hindenburg, which was strange that they decided to still go with the Hindenburg. Uh, but I don't know, whatever. It's the they made references to like like making sure not to shoot guns towards it because it's filled with hydrogen. Yeah, so... there is a very obvious like, let me tell you what happens and what is in a blimp scene. Yeah, for a split let second. me tell you how the end of this movie is going to happen. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the like... ending. Uh, was, yeah, it was fine. I mean, people died. 
horrifically in fires. Um, I enjoy. I and enjoy some. It's a it's a fifty fifty shot, but I do enjoy lines that state something right before the bad thing happens. So when they say like the top pilot in, in Germany, blah 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 blah, and then Lothar swings in pendulums the guy out the other side of the. Oh, there goes the best pilot in the country. Well, that, that's good physical. That's 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 uh, Monty Python levels of like physical comedy. So mm, yeah. Um, did you like that dog diner? The bulldog the shape, diner. The shape of it, yeah. It had. Yeah. A, Apparently, had a that's pipe. directly. That's directly out of the comics. Oh really? I don't know how they got anything up into that attic bedroom loft thing. <laughs> if it was just that ladder. <laughs> You know, I kept thinking about that. It doesn't but, matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter like at all. Living in the water tower or um, what? There was some character that lived in a water tower that wasn't Animaniacs. And I can't remember now. Rocco's modern. Wasn't Lake, it maybe? amazing? Like, funky was, was, was gum just amazing in the 30s? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, everything was, was made just, with metal back was it then. Fl- so I'm was sure it made of flex seal? Like, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. We'll go with that. Just well, it's a it's a very it's very apparently like that brand of gum, which I think is B B gums or whatever or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Demons. a type of that was a type of gum that was apparently lucky amongst pilots back in like the 30s and the 40s. Gotcha. So like that being in there is pretty interesting, but also it couldn't. It's a fuel chamber that builds pressure. How are you going to plug a hole? I get it. It's a good pay. It's a good setup and a good payoff and a good way to get rid of your your main antagonist. But it's dumb. It's mm-hmm. real dumb. <laughs> yep. Really makes you think, man. I could write this shit. <laughs> it's one of well, those. Well, what happened yeah. for people that for audio listeners? It's at one point the jetpack gets ricochet like a bullet ricochets off of it, but it leaves a hole in the fuel tank. So the whole thing about it is uh, Cliff has his gum. He puts his gum everywhere for good luck. Like, he'll put it on the tail of the plane. Well, yeah, or... not everywhere. Just whenever he's flying, it's a good luck charm to not crash. He did it before he walked into a doorway at one point. Like, he put uh, his gum on the on the frame. Yeah, I think that was just like, oh, I gotta get rid of this and whatever. But yeah. I guess. But, mm-hmm. uh, where was I going You didn't with this? do that whenever you were picking up a hot date from the adult sorority house? <laughs> I <laughs> adults <laughs> no in fact i didn't so yeah. <laughs> no wonder there was always gum plate gum stains everywhere growing up people just sticking it fucking everywhere mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Make uh, i don't even know where i was going with this but uh uh they, oh that pv pv finds it and he's like oh give me a piece of that gum because there's a piece of gum on the back of it for good luck so he puts mm-hmm. it over the hole and this is like 30 minutes before the movie ends yes. so like once you get this closer to the, the end of the movie you're point. like jesus yeah, when it's you too realize long. You're that's like, why I'm one solid oh, complaint is this movie is too long because it is when you hit it's a long movie. as soon as Jennifer Connelly gets kidnapped, it slows down. Like mm-hmm. when she's finding a secret room and all that, that other uh, stuff. Uh, second half of Act Two is uh takes drags on a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. But once okay. we get to the Griffith Observatory, it it ramps back up. I think it does. Observ- that's like oh, the that's final the, scene when they're making the deal and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, make all right. that so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love how uh, Jenny just finds out that Neville Sinclair is a Nazi. Like, it's just like, oh, sure. Uh-huh. Like, it makes sense, though. It makes you hate him even more. Yeah, that's why it's. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's so good. But it also I love how the we already said it once and the gangsters just like turn. They're like, what does he say? He goes, I might be. I might be a scumbag, but I'm 100% American, and yeah, I don't work for I no might, two-bit Nazi. <laughs> I might not make my living legally or something like that, but I'm 100% yeah. American. Bitch, now throw me an apple pie and let me take mm-hmm. a bite out of this baseball. Um, well, there's that one point where the, the gangsters and the FBI are working together to fight the Nazis. Yeah, and you're just yeah like, they have yeah, another. Awesome. I didn't catch that the first time. I caught it the second time, though, when the a gangster like looks at a, a, one of the feds and they're just like, ah, whatever, you know. Yeah, they're like, yeah, we might. I, I love it. It's just like we're coming together to fuck Nazis. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, Got to get that number three jerk. That was a line I really liked when the at the at the Coco Cabano when. Um, yeah. What's what's uh, Sinclair goes to talk to the mobs, mobster boss and the mobster boss is like, if I if I go down, I'm taking you with me, basically. And Sinclair's like, who are they going to believe a 
two bit crime lord or a number three actor in America or whatever. And then he leaves and the guy's about to light a cigar. He lights it. And he's like number three jerk. Like he was like a, a big meanie face. Like one of those kind of yeah. insults. Almost. He's like, like, Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. He may as well like have just said, it, he may as well have just said me, 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 and like mocked him, like, him I mean, like they could have, they, they went the route where the gangsters were the bumbling buffoons. Oh, yeah. Could have had a bunch, like, but three glad, of them bumping into each other every five seconds. I'm really glad that they didn't. I'm glad that, like, the gangsters are serious. Like, uh, and they stand there, like, Eddie Valentine stands his ground as the gangster leader and all that. So it's yeah. really good. I like that. Uh, what other things I, about? There's, I'll tell you what, another... There, there's a handful of things that make me cringe in this. One of them is when uh, Jennifer Connelly's character uh, pretends to start putting that dress on, needs help from Sinclair, and then like grabs the vase, hits him over the head. And she's like, "I finally played a scene with Neville Sinclair." And I'm just like, Ugh, yeah. "That was." I don't think you. A, you, you wouldn't didn't say to that say to it. yourself out loud. Yeah, that too. Um, I don't know. It just and like B, it was just like bad. Not that she's a Jenny bad actress, a but character. it was just like lame. Yeah, Jenny was a good character, but they just wrote her really bad. Like, yeah, she was uh, like I mean, she was cool up until saying that out loud. You know, that was <laughs> if we want to get fucking current event bullshit. That Forspoken video game, it felt like almost like that, like stating what is very obvious. You don't need to. Um, That's the world we live in now. Like you could, I'm thinking of that scene now, and where she just kind of what you can do is she just kind of slyly smirks and then walks off screen. Like you, mm-hmm. that that could have you could have done that. She could have just said even a said just words. like she could have just been like end scene and then like walked out. You know or that would have been cut and like yeah. just walked off. Yeah, 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 yeah. So something it, it sucks. But because I'll I counteract you, that it, with I, one of the best lines in the film that is like unnecessarily unnecessary curse word when when Locke I don't know his real name whatever the not Walt Disney not Howard Stark um, when he goes the son of the, oh, the son of a bitch will fly <laughs> like what <laughs> family yeah. film yeah son of a bitch yeah well family film but also people getting folded in half so <laughs> yeah well they don't they sort of show it and didn't there's murderous screams and then you just see a foot over a guy's shoulder that's supposed to be his own foot so it's still like it's just he's that he looks stupid. He I, I think I messaged you. I said he looks like uh Lance uh, Lance Hendrickson mixed with Frankenstein. That's what this oh yeah character let's go let's like. let's go back and review Corey's notes here to me. Um, well, my I, my notes were pretty tame this week, just a yeah. little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were. Uh, I couldn't tell when you started watching it either because you sent me a picture of the DVD menu, but then you said, "Let's see here." Uh, I forgot how much I like Jennifer Connelly, Nazis. I don't think this is supposed to be a kids movie. I never want PV's fingers in my mouth. Rocket Man. <laughs> oh my god, the image of the car racing away killed me. What the car racing away? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. When he's on the back of the truck. <laughs> right, 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 right. Just big old sped up. <laughs> good old wholesome fuck the Nazis movie. Yeah. So speaking of the gun, yes. it's right there. there it what is. I lo- I would love to see the outtakes of like Oh, where's the gum? I don't have anything in my mouth. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, but this was back. They didn't good. really have a behind the scenes camera going for 90s. There's got to be anyway, something, so. though. Like Disney needs to release something with more shit on it because the Rocketeer is cool. Uh, well, I was the, saying to the, Rachel after we watched this that like there's not there's not going to be this was an age before commentaries like that didn't kick off until dvds and and unless shout factory is going to do something for this there's not going to be like a re viewing mm-hmm. commentary by the cast or anything you know or creator. unfortunately so. well what's what's it's the ending ends with a very very much sequel bait like just be like oh we still have the plans well, uh, to make a new jet oh yeah 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 and all that right. Mm-hmm. And if you watch Red Letter Media's review of this movie, uh, <clears throat> Mike talks about what his potential sequel could be. And it mm. like takes place in the 70s in like dirty uh, New York City. And like the Rocketeer is actually like a, a, a black lady, like Foxy Brown kind of like lady and all that stuff. And you're yeah. like, I can see that happening. Like unless you wanted to just keep going with the story of Cliff or if you wanted to tell another story of the Rocketeer. Maybe it's just someone that it keeps like an entity that keeps being i was like i could see that i'd watch that Mm -hmm. i'd try that so yeah it it had two more movies slated with like jennifer connelly and the guy who played cliff billy campbell 
ready to go, but they just never went anywhere, mainly because there was no... I don't know why the That's fuck they sad. didn't do more toys or merch for this, because that could have made it bigger, because it looked like everything else going on. So, um... I don't know. I, I think... It's, it's Like I said, it's a very weird movie when you're watching it as an adult now. I'm just like... Kids wouldn't find this interesting. No, like, it's it's not a little young too kids. slow paced, I think, and it, it's not as flashy because his uniform would have to be like three bright colors instead of just yeah offshoots of brown. It's more levels know? of Indiana Jones, where like those oh, movies, yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like like oh, not old, younger adults, but like well, yeah, like teenagers and stuff love those movies. I, I mean, that's when I saw them, and I love them as adults now, and. uh yeah, I don't know. It's just unfortunate. It's one of those weird movies. Like, I feel like it would have... Having Terminator 2 come out, like, two weeks later did not help it, for sure. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but... Uh... Yeah, I think it was maybe 10 years too early. I think that's as straight as you can yeah, put it, maybe. because it just didn't... They... the uh, I, I was trying to find, like, tidbits and, like, reviews and stuff and just get other people's input, because I... And bad with history, so I was wondering if anybody made any notes of how... Well, there are a bunch of, like, goofs, like, with things in here that didn't exist for another five or ten years in the world. Um, oh, yeah, like, like, the like gun that he was using, for instance, and other stuff. But um, but one thing that they did say was that superhero movies were not a thing right now. Like, they didn't... Nope. You had bat. You had Superman, you had Batman, that was it. And nobody knew how to cash in on those quite yet. In terms of movies, anyway, so Batman was, not... was lucky here and there, like, but like <laughs> yeah. the Superman ones had been fizzling out because Superman yeah. was more eighties. So right, super well, the, yeah, the Superman movie. Uh, did, did one of them come out in the nineties? I can't even remember. Um, I mean, the early Christopher Reed ones, I feel like were in the eighties. Yeah, I don't remember if any of them were out in the nineties, but um, you weren't really getting those. Uh, so that's it was kind of a victim of that. Um. So I guess we can get into some of the factoids here, uh, sure. unless you had anything else or any other quotes you enjoyed or something like that. No, I mean, the movie is very quotable and has a lot of really good scenes. Uh, the son of a bitch will fly is probably one of my favorite ones. Like He's just like the son of a bitch will fly. Like, and uh, I like the soup scene because I don't yeah. I don't think things would float to the top of soup that quickly. Not. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. But sure whatever it's fine it's good it's not over the it works mm-hmm. it fucking works for relaying information that's all yes. that matters yes well that uh, was the thing yeah, though, too is it like it balanced him out because he was kind of a bumbling doofus sometimes but then you have a scene like that where he thinks on his feet and gets a he's heroic disguise and 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 whatever else but you know um it's fine it's all it's... fine so, yeah, so it did come from a comic. Uh, the Rocketeer was first introduced in Star Slayers, issue two and three. So good luck finding Ooh. that. Maybe this yeah. is something unknown and nobody cares about Rocketeer. You might be able to get collectible thunk. Highly unlikely. <laughs> um, apparently, though, Steve Myler in 1983 almost made the Rocketeer. He directed uh, Friday the 13th, part four, and he was going to make That's a Rocketeer a good one. movie. And uh, he did not. And I take this with a grain of salt, but the... I don't, uh, yeah, apparently the Rocketeer, his design was going to be revamped and he was just going to have like a burlap sack on his head with one hole in it, which ended up being Jason, uh, his look basically. I don't know, dude. I'm not Uh, telling you his reasoning. That's weird because he doesn't have the burlap sack in four. So that doesn't make sense. (laughs) Uh, Well, I don't know which one. Yeah. But, um, but instead Steve Myler went on to, uh, make the movie house. That horror movie. I watched that last year, and that's unfortunate. Well, maybe that's for the better. Yes. So- <laughs> I haven't hey, seen that, that one. That might be for the better. Yeah, that's an It's art. fun. That's- it's an interesting movie. That's on my to-watch list. Um, the Rocketeer was almost in black and white uh, before they decided to make it more of a kid-friendly family romp okay. thing. Yeah, because um, if it's black and white, you could get away with doing a lot more adult stuff, especially well, with fire. They were going to make it black and white to go along with the time that it took place is the thing, too. It would have made sense. Yeah, but in 91, no one wants to go see a black and white movie. Yeah, because we're stupid. Um, Except for Clerks when that end wasn't 91, but Clerks. (laughs) The uh, person who played Rocketeer was almost a couple of people. Very close to being the Rocketeer was Bill Paxton. That would have been crazy. I could see him. I no, mean, he's like a farm boy in Twister and other things. I could see him being 
you know, he's a Texan in Twins. <laughs> well, everybody owns a farm in Texas, right? So there you go. Um, the bad guy from Last Action Hero, I don't remember his name, and also Jeremy Irons were almost the part that Timothy Dalton ended up playing. Uh, I can't remember the bad guy's uh, name from Last Action Hero, but I don't remember his name, but I remember his face. He was an orange-haired guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I like Timothy Dalton guy. more. Yeah, yeah, Timothy Dalton was fine. It was fine. Um, look up Pizza Hut Rocketeer cups because I I meant to look them up beforehand, but they look horrible. Okay. That was like the merchandising they had, and then the next note that I had there was future the Corey put this in put this planned. in the video. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's Fun. a there's a search for it. Pizza Hut Rocketeer cups. Oh no, <laughs> that's a good uh, these Tim Allen impression. Good. Yeah, no good. These are <laughs> these are not good. Here, I'm gonna share my screen with Scotty so he can see it. Well, I've seen them. That's why I'm telling you to look at them. Oh, these are... Uh, Splendid. You know what, audio listeners? I'm not even going to explain it. Just go look up go look up Rocketeer Pizza Hut Cup. You well, know what? I, all I I'm going to say is I'll explain it as the Rocketeer's helmet is very much a horizontal kind of idea to be aerodynamic. Mm-hmm. Try to, And they tried to make it vertical uh, for these cups. So there you go. He looks there. like a piston. It looks like a piston go. in a car. That's what it looks like. <laughs> like almost like a character from uh, uh, what's his name? Something Osmosis. Osmosis Jones. Osmosis. Like his, Osm- yeah, sure. His buddy. Well, you yeah, just yeah, guessed yeah. which movie we're watching next time. No. <laughs> but, mm, I don't know about that. Uh, anyway. All right. Um, what else do we have here? I have the. Th- I we kind of already mentioned it when he's flying around the club. He doesn't light anything. Mm-hmm. He lights the tables on fire, but somehow miraculously does not ever light himself on fire. Um, not his ass crack. Yeah, you're still sharing your. Never mind. Uh, Sinclair destroys the land of the Hollywood land sign. There are steel frames holding the letters, but in 1938 the frames were wood. Steel was added uh, only in '78. Furthermore, the land letter stood until 1949, but that knowledge is part of the gag, I guess, when Sinclair lands on them. Or the blimp does? I, I it, it, it completely went over my head. I did not catch that. <laughs> oh, that was that was the one thing that drove Rachel a little nuts. Not nuts, but like she noticed that was not when that happened. Not factual. Now, it's like, are you telling me the Rocketeer is not factual? Um, is it as bad as Armageddon? <laughs> so... Oh, boy. Uh... This Did is one I threw this in fact? here. Okay, go ahead then. Yeah, so D- uh, Dave Stevens, who was the writer and the artist of the original graphic novel, basically gave the production designer Jim Bessel and his two art directors his entire library for reference material. Wow. So, like the way the Bulldog Cafe looks is like a one to one creation from the graphic novel. And uh, at the end, Stevens remembers that they literally just took the reference and built the sets. So whatever oh, wow. was in the reference material, we that's they built it exactly like that. I was like, good. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't happen too much. Yeah. That's why I'm just saying there was so much potential in the like, like I got I could watch. I'm thinking of the first three Spy- Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. I could watch three Rocketeer movies in that same vein. How I could you, do that. What? Why that? Why'd you pick that? Because those were the earliest superhero movies that I watched that I ended up like realized I was like, oh, superhero movies could be good. That's why I like Blade so much, because it was one of the first ones I watched. I was like, this is a uh, good superhero movie, like compared to what we do, what we already have. <laughs> gotcha. 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 I'm trying to find out if there are any extra stuff on the Blu-ray, because you mentioned the DVD, but it doesn't. From what I've heard, like there movies. isn't. It's just I mean, on the DVD, the special features include widescreen, which is uh, two thirty five by one whatever uh dolby surround sound french language track theatrical trailer and chapter search i mean one of the pictures i sent to you i'll show it here into the in the video it just says bonus material theatrical trailer and film recommendations (laughs) and film recommendations i went and looked at it it's just like flubber and i forgot what the other two movies were and i was like i I like flubber i remember liking flubber (laughs) another great superhero movie Add Flubber uh, to our list. <laughs> oh, boy. Sure. I've got the, my cousin has a VHS. I'll get it. <laughs> nice. It better be green. Uh, I don't think it was, which was no. sad. Just burn it. Not worth it. <laughs> um, anyway. 
Yeah, so how many, uh, how many used pieces of gum you give this out of five? I like this movie. This is uh-huh. a good movie. Okay. Uh... <laughs> um, <laughs> anytime Jennifer Connelly acted and tried to be lovey-dovey, Rachel just rolled her eyes. Another just like, I don't need love in this. It's 91. It's 91. We got to mm-hmm. remember that. I want to say a four, but I think I have to give it like a 3.5. I think a four is too high for this because it's it's okay. I don't know. Uh, I like it. It's a breath of fresh air after all the other fucking superhero garbage we've had. How dare you? Mila Jovovich could not. You're the one that's always shitting on Marvel. (laughs) Um, I thought you meant a breath of fresh air compared to everything else we've watched recently, which is no, I'm just talking about in like superhero movies in general. Like I like, I don't know. It's good. I, fine. I'll, I'll do a 3.5. A 3.5 okay. is what I'll give it. That's fine. Um, what how I many give? gas, how many gas trucks out of five do you give it? <laughs> Boy, howdy. How many tossed out bags of popcorn or punched feds? folded in half people? <laughs> Yowza. Yeah. Um, I give it a three. It's a number three jerk. That's what I give it. Number three jerk. Uh, number three like jerk. Grabbing a golf club. Let me get my number three jerk. So <laughs> yeah, give me my number three jerk, idiot. Um, that's it's fine. fine. It's, it's understandable. It was definitely uh, you can turn your brain off, and then you'll realize, and then your brain will flick back on when the rocket comes into play. The rocket pack comes into play and then it will turn off again once jennifer connelly gets kidnapped because man the movie just like comes to a halt um yeah if they played this on tv it would probably be with commercials probably two and a half hours so (laughs) maybe like three or something ridiculous yeah i don't know jesus that's no i'm good uh you should watch it it's a good disney movie i've been delving into weird disney movies lately that like the rocketeer another one because of good bad flicks the youtube channel i I bought the movie the black hole and i'm gonna watch that and i want to talk i want to see if it's worthy of this podcast which the bar set pretty fucking low so you mean you're gonna do research for a change (laughs) no now i'm not now that you Uh, pissed me off i'm not (laughs) whoops my bad yeah fuck Uh, authority um so I think that's really it though. I don't I don't really have I'm I'm trying to check my notes here. All I have in my notes is uh Sinclair on fire, a bunch of like 13 eyes in that word. And if you look uh, up for video listeners, you can see behind me or ab- above me. Scotty can't see it because I don't I'm not sharing with him. <laughs> but I I got a good screenshot of it of Sinclair mm-hmm. right in the fireball. So <laughs> Indeed, indeed. It's no Gabriel Knight, but man, it's in there. Um Hollywood sign uh, big man on the blimp on fire. Yeah, those are my final couple of notes there. So go find those Pizza Hut cups. Uh, I would like to... Man, it would be awesome if we could start finding like promotional merch from movies that we've watched. Like, they're not going to have it for Joey or making like, Strange Invaders and shit like that. But mm-hmm. like trying to find like old memorabilia from movies like this like that came mm-hmm. out from fast food, that'd be pretty dope. It's probably not cheap, though. Yeah, get your Flintstone McDonald's glasses ready. Yeah, that stuff. I could watch that movie. <laughs> it's probably okay now. Um, or still, or whatever. Uh, but uh, you want to tell people what we're watching next time? Yeah, I don't have it. I'm fucking mad that I didn't buy the copy of it when I saw it a couple weeks ago because I wanted to show it off. But we're going to do... Uh, I didn't look up the director or anything. All I know is John Candy's in it, and I fucking love John Candy. It is Cool Runnings, man. That's what we're going to be watching. Uh, don't look at me like that. <laughs> I can do weird voices too. So uh, I remember watching it as a kid, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping it holds up as an adult because it's been quite a, a while since I've watched it. Yeah, we shall see. We shall see. But uh, so, yeah, you know what we're doing next time, people. Uh, thank you for the love on, on social, social media. media. Keep yes. doing that stuff. We got a link tree, uh, and uh, our own Twitters are always in there. Um, let us know what you think of this stuff, and uh, I, yeah, I don't really know what else to say because I'm bad at plugging things sometimes. Um, but I think if you're getting a little bit of static, don't touch that dial because you are right where you need to be. The static zone. Whoa. I don't work for no two-bit Nazi. Uh-uh, go play some Bioshock or watch Batman the Animated Series. Get your Philippines I- font. Ha, ha, ha.
God. See you. To some, it was the fulfillment of a dream. To others, it was an instrument of destruction. A creation that could change the course of history. It was stolen from my factory. Where's the package? This is the FBI! What do we tell the president? Tell me exactly why this merchandise is so important to the feds. It's a rocket. A rocket? Ow! What? What's the matter? I don't know. It's something under the seat. Oh, my. What are we got here? What are you supposed to do? Is it a bomb or something? No. I wouldn't touch that if I were you. How do I look? Like a hood ornament. Stand clear. What was that? Are you trying to kill yourself? I like it. Uh oh, we got company. You steer, I'll push. Well, what? I want that rocket, Eddie. Not next week, not tomorrow. Now. Keep your eyes open for this dame. Jenny's in trouble. <gasps> They're working for a Nazi agent. With an army equipped with these, you could rule the world. Cliff! You touch one hair on her head, I swear out. <laughs> Shoot him! We've got the girl. The rocket will come to us. I love her, Peeve. Does she know that? She's gonna find out. Let him have it! Hand over the rocket! Rocketeer. Go get him, kid.